A Keystone Light. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's Dr. Pepper. <laughs> but we're back. The sounds, the sound of refreshment. Just the crisps. No. Wait, let me hit record on that. You guys talk. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, we're back. So, who's starting us off? Yola, you had a story. Okay, so I had a, you know, we, we always take <clears throat> listener stories as a uh, story. Is that even a word? Stories? Stories. Uh, stories. 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 <laughs> stories. Storied. Um, so I had a somebody who, you know, uh, that I had, he basically, I guess he one of my employees, and he was telling me a story. This happened in Old Fusky County, and uh, him and his, his uh, uh, brother-in-law were hunting. They were out, you know, in the middle of this 16,000-acre property that, you know, they lease out and they do all these things. And it's getting about dark, and, you know, they're walking, and they're like, oh, we didn't get nothing today. You know, we might as well just pack it up. So they're heading they're heading back. And he looks down, and he sees these deer antlers. He goes, oh, my God. And, he, and basically what he told me, it was like a, you know, like a 10-point, like some, you know, big, you know, uh, deer rack and he's like man oh this would look great you know he was really excited and he goes to pick it up and his brother-in-law goes hey don't pick it up and he looked at him and he said what do you what don't pick it up and he goes come on let's go and so he he ends up you know they end up leaving and well, I'd say probably a week or two later it dawned on him. He said, "Man, I, that, I really wanted that. You know that that deer rack. Man, that would have been amazing on the wall." And he goes, uh, he asked his brother-in-law. He goes, uh, "Hey, why? What, what was going on, man? You you didn't look right. You looked pale. You know when he said it." And his brother-in-law looked at him and kind of thought, looked kind of looked down and looked at him and goes, "Something whispered in my ear. Don't pick it up." So he said, something whispered in my ear, do not pick it up. And he kind of looked at him and he said, what told you that? He goes, something whispered. He said he could feel the breath mm-hmm. of whatever it was whispering in his ear. And he goes, man, it, he said it spooked him out after the fact more than it did when it happened. Mm-hmm. But whatever it was, you know, it could be a myriad of things, you know, but. That's a that's a uh, a listener story that was you know given to me, I'd say probably last week, you know I thought it was pretty pretty spooky you know mm-hmm. something he, he he has they have no and they've been out there since mm-hmm. you know and nothing's happened you know so it, that's kind of weird you know that one occurrence of those deer those he, beautiful deer you know perfect condition like it looked mm-hmm. like he you know had just fallen off or whatever and didn't know what it was. Are there stories about like cursed objects, like things you're not supposed to pick up? Because that's I always get um, too spooked to pick up arrowheads. Like I don't know, mm. man. Maybe it's just me. I just let those things. I've seen them, and I just leave them. I figured it's there for a reason, so I don't touch anything like that. Um, but have you heard of stories about like uh, cursed? Oh yeah, or yeah. There's uh, there's tons of them. You know. Um the thing about it was it wasn't just, you know, a creek thing. It was, you know, all all tribes had this. You know, there was something that maybe they wanted to, didn't want nobody to ever, you know, touch or, or, or 
uh, pick up or anything like that. And they'd put these certain medicines on them. And, you know, you, you hear it from all these different tribes, you know, you go look for it. It'll be protected by a bunch of snakes or it'll be or you'll get trampled by horses or, you know, you get, you know, uh, attacked by badgers and stuff like that. You know, they'll they'll put those medicines on there to protect, Mm -hmm. you know. So if you do find it by some chance, you know, you're going to get, you know, taken care of if something if you try to push forward. And I've heard stories like that, you know. uh, there's there's a lot of them out there, um, you know, and sometimes, you know, I know um, people would come to my gran- grandpa and say, you know, grandma had this, uh, what they call it, like white people call it like a hope chest, you know, mm-hmm. a chest that had, you know, valuables in it, and she would she buried it somewhere, and they would ask my grandpa, you know, can can you find it? You know, he was uh, 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 what our people call a gitla, a seer. Mm. You know, and they would come to him and ask him. You know, and he he tell him said, "Yeah, I can tell you where it's at, but it's doctored. And if you get it, you know, one, you're gonna have some serious bad luck. You know, and or worse, you know, you're gonna get bitten by a snake or something like that trying to pull it out. Of course." Mm. You know, people always push the envelope, want to know where it's at. They're desperate for money, you know, or, you know, whatever was in that, you know, those hidden things, they'd go and sure enough, you know, they would meet their demise. You know, there's tons of stories like that. And, you know, I'd had cousins, you know, kind of have the same issues. You know, they were uh, moved off, you know, and, and, uh, their ancestor, you know, hid something that was, you know, you know, beneficial to everybody, you know, and <clears throat> they would go ask somebody if they could find it for them, you know, and if they could, you know, take the curse off of it. And sometimes they would say, yes, I can. Sometimes they would say, no, I can't. You know, it's just something that, you know, they didn't want nobody to, to, uh, ever bother that, you know, so, yeah. um, uh, a lot of that had to do with uh, people's hair or horse hair or, you know, uh, uh, snakes. They would wrap, you know, whatever they're trying to hide, you know, with those snakes. And, mm-hmm. you know, basically, you know, have those spirits of those animals to protect it. Yeah. And so, to me, those stories are, you know, just downright eerie because, you know... Uh, I think about, you know, today's day and age, you know, where they're doing development everywhere and they might run across something like that, you know, shoot, I think that'd be a cool, scary movie, you yeah. know, for them to run across because it's been known to happen, you know, yeah. people's, uh, I know some people that have built a home in certain areas here in Oklahoma and they unearth something like that, they didn't know what they unearthed, they thought it was something cool, you know, and and of course, uh, you know, everybody that moves in that home, you know, it's just bad luck all the way around, you yeah. know. So, yeah, there's tons of stories like that, you know. And, and um, unfortunately, um, they're all over the place, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, you know, 
you, that's why, you know, those old Indians used to say, before you move into a place or you build a place, you know, you, you uh, kill the ground. Mm-hmm. And what they mean by that is if something was put there or, you know, maybe something passed away there, you know, you want to make sure those spirits don't come and bother you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that was the purpose, you know, them saying take care of your house where you go move into a new place or, or you know, build a place on that ground, you know. So. Yeah. You know, you know, speaking on, I have a, you know, um, a story on that, you know. So this is out of Fort Gibson, Oklahoma. Um, I went to high school there and uh, – I had a I had a friend that we stayed and we stayed with her, you know. She let us stay after we, you know, while out and do our young people thing. And and uh, and one night, you know, well, I guess really this happened before before this night. But uh, she would tell me she's like, "Yeah, my grandpa will come see me," mm. and I'm like, "What? What do you mean?" She's like, "My grandpa will, will he comes and sees me every just about every night," and she'd tell me that basically this whatever this thing was. Um, would come and sell in her bed, and you could see the indention in the bed. Damn. And so she's, you know, she'd sit there and talk to him for hours. She's like, "There's some nights I just don't sleep very much, and I talk to him when if I ever have any issues, and you know, he just sits there and doesn't say nothing. But there's an indention, indention in the bed. Mm. And me, and I, I know some, you know, I know of things, and and I, I told her, I said, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's your grandpa." She got real mad at me, you know. Oh, you don't know, you know. You're you're just doing your your Indian thing, you know. You just thinking, you know, you know what's going on. I just said, all right, you know, I'll I'll, I'll take a step back, you know. I just don't think that's right, you know. There's something off with that, and so we had stayed there, and I, I've I've heard, you know things would end up missing, you know, moved or you know weird stuff. Doors will be open, like like one time we were over there. I was me and my buddy were on the couch, and then all the girls were in her room, and um, every every cabinet door in the house was open, you know, just stuff like that, you know, like the you know the the haunted house, you know, the movies, you know, you kind of see that. And one night I was, you know, I had woken up, you know, something just told me to wake up, and I was wasn't having a dream. I just woke up and kind of looked, and I saw, uh, you know, that the, there was a little light on in her brother's bedroom, mm. and I was, I was like, that's weird. So I, I got up, went to the bathroom, and you know, the door was cracked where I could see and I could hear something in there talking. He was like, you know, he's basically just gibberish, but it was like, Hey, you know, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Just talking. So I cracked that door open and he's standing in the closet, mm. you know, with the window, he's facing the wall with his clothes hanging up and he's talking just like, Hey, uh, we're doing all right. You know, just talking to some, somebody in the closet. Mm. And he's probably 11 years old at this time. And I got instant goosebumps because I was like, man, that's not right. Yeah, I, that's I, everything I know. That just ain't right, you know. <clears throat> so I told her about it, and, and she goes, "Oh, he does that all the time. We have to kind of usher him getting back to bed." And I'm in my head, I'm like, "This is like the typical horror movie where like you ignore all the signs, all the red flags," <laughs> and you know. So what was so other things happened to her? Like her dad's globe would just, like literally he had this snow globe that he got from uh, from somewhere up in the Midwest. And it would basically do, it would stand up and shake and then be put back down and be snowing. And there's nobody in the room. Or like he'd leave his door open or he'd have a pen that would like be standing straight up on the desk. Just crazy, that's weird mm. stuff. Um, 
so then they uh, so I, I kind of told somebody she Cherokee you know she can see things and she sees auras and she knows some things and so they they basically smudged the house and I hadn't heard anything past that you know and but you know what what she was telling was you know that housing addition which is right off the highway you know if you if you you'll know exactly the housing addition I talk about when you're passing when you're like you're going to Tahlequah it's right by the the uh the water tower over there by the by the school but basically they you know they found remains and remnants of you know try like a like some type of old 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 tribal town mm-hmm. and they ignored it and they just kind of built on it and mm-hmm. and so that she they smudged the house and they really didn't have anything you know after that to my knowledge i had, i haven't heard from her you know in a while but but you know when you talk about people moving into creepy, you know, locations or, you know, houses that they don't are unaware of what's going on. To me, that is, to me, that's, that's the most eerie thing. Um, in my opinion, cause you're dealing with it on a day to day basis. You know, I know, I know some of you, I know Chris has probably got a bunch of stories on that, but, um, I just thought that, you know, that, that story to me is, you know, as a, as a whole kind of exemplifies that situation of, not knowing what house you're in before you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's other items out there too, you know, not just like arrowheads and stuff like that, you know. A thing I, I, I think about is, you know, these NACPRA offices and these tribal historic preservation offices that are are housed at the tribes today. You know, what, you know, today, you know, they come across things and they don't really, you know, put in those old ways in perspective Mm -hmm. you know especially when it comes to like medicine bundles and and war items you know our our old folks that went to you know these tribal wars they used medicine Mm -hmm. and they weren't like us today you know i would hate for someone today you know try to battle those old guys in medicine because we just we just don't have it anymore you know, uh, we don't have spiritual people like they had back then. And so, you know, whether they're at a site or they find something, you know, you know, they probably won't know they're affected till it's too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they, they're so far removed that, you know, they, they think everything's okay. Then later on, you know, everything starts going bad for them. And they think it's just life, you know, and here they're cursed and they don't even know that. I go to some of these uh, uh, tribal conferences and they talk about those kind of things and they just whip over it, Mm -hmm. you know, or they think they get somebody out there that can smoke it off that, you know, really doesn't shouldn't be doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, you got what they call a Hollywood Indian. You know, gets up and says all those good words and, you know, and don't live that way, mm-hmm. you know. And then you got the real deal guys that, you know, they really know that medicine. They they live that life. They keep themselves pure. And, you know, they're, they're the ones that you want to go to, not these guys that are up there, you know, just trying to make themselves look good and sound good. Yeah. You know, and that not that's not only at our ceremonial grounds, but at our churches too. Mm-hmm. You know, so either way it goes, you know, you, sometimes you gotta really think, you know, about 
who you choose to maybe go in and and put these remains back or you know put these artifacts you know together and you know back to where they belong you know because you know you think about it you know uh even you know the biggest thing that you know hit america was those mummies way back you know way back then the curse of the mummy you know and stuff like that and you know i i i believe in that stuff i believe you know because everybody that was on that that uh project you know they all died mm-hmm. you know so allegedly too you know they say that the titanic had a, a mummy on it allegedly oh. mm. that you know that kind of adds to that yeah so you know uh you know you talking about that to me that man that we could go on for days on the t- kind of topic you know mm-hmm. there's a place that's uh around portland oregon and i can't remember uh, the the name of it but you know in that area uh outskirts uh not warm springs either it's a different uh reservation up there but they have like a mountain or a hill and i think there was like 20 some odd tribes that was in that area and you know they were they got wiped out by you know different diseases and and u.s government and what so instead of um, these tribes, they use what they call medicine bundles, you know, and, and, you know, these medicine bundles had power. You know, certain medicine bundles did things. And uh, because these tribes were so weakened, they all agreed to bury their medicine bundles on this particular hill. Mm-hmm long time ago and you know those tribes that are around there will tell you about that you know say you know don't be up there you know doing anything you're not supposed to you know and stuff like that so you know those are kind of the things that i I feel like you're you're asking about and there are things out there like that you know uh you know several tribes you know uh have had their medicine bundles dug up, you know. Mm-hmm. Pawnee's one of them, you know, and ended up in the museum, you know, and, and the, everybody that had dealings with it, you know, they've met a unfortunate mm-hmm. accident. So, you know, th- those are things out there that, you know, I don't think they're really cursed they just got power that you know you got to respect you got mm-hmm. you got to know you know if if you're not living right don't be messing with it mm-hmm. you know don't be arrogant and say oh i'm the only one that can say those good words and, and speak you know sound good in front of people and i'll pick it up and then later on you hear me falling over dead you know mm-hmm. i'll be the first one to tell you you know you don't want me on there mm-hmm. you know so anyway you know unfortunately you know you that's the problem with Indian folks today. You know, they're all, I don't know if they don't believe in those old ways or, you know, they're just after a dollar, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. you see it, you know, rabbit all through our spiritual uh, communities, you know, church side and ceremonial side, you know, and, uh, you know, that's, that's something that I think, you know, 
people don't understand. You got all these, uh, how you say, art collectors or artifact collectors. I don't know what they call them, but they, you know, they purchase, you know, people's bones and you know arrowheads yeah. and staffs and shields and you know they go sneaking into these places and you know take stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know, yeah, they might make a fast buck, but if you if you know who these guys are, you know, they usually do get what's coming to them. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing you don't see a whole lot anymore. Now that you mention it, um, I remember as a kid, a lot. I used to see a lot of like uh, elders would wear medicine bundles like around their neck, and mm-hmm. that was like a thing that you could almost like what you said. You could almost buy that stuff too. Like you go to some like powwows or you go to, you know. Um, but of course, this is back in eighties, nineties. But you don't really see a whole lot of that anymore. Do you think it's just that we've kind of lost touch with that, or is it was that just something that's kind of like what do you think that is? I think it's a little bit of both. You know, you you uh, back then, you know, people were trying to get things out, you know, sell sell things, you know, and and then today, you know. A lot of people just don't know those things anymore. Don't even know how to even copy it. You know, that's how, that's how pitiful we are today. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you got people up there, they think that just because they put, you know, something together that, you know, it's going to protect or it's going to do some kind of charm. Or, and this is something I've been getting a lot of uh, messages about, is people going to these other cultures you know, especially the Hispanic community, you know, to use their their mojo, you know, and mm-hmm. and stuff like that, or they're mixing it. Mm. I seen uh, one of those uh, Facebook things that don't be mixing Lakota and Mexican medicine together, you know, and I was cracking up. But <laughs> don't cross uh, the streams. Yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I, I I've heard, you know. I've, <clears throat> You know, I've heard I've heard of especially you know mixing of like you said mixing of that, and to me that's so dangerous. And I I know people that do that personally, and you know it is a dangerous game to play mm-hmm. for sure. Um, you know that's one thing that you know growing up for me, uh, medicine you know was a I'll say. It wasn't a it wasn't a, a strong thing, but I it was it was around. Um, sometimes it'd be in the form of an owl, it'd be in the form of you know things of that nature, um, or you know something looking into your window at night, checking on you, you know mm-hmm. things of that nature, and um, that's stuff that I, I really don't you know I don't really play with. I don't even you know I don't even I don't even it, it's. Uh, it's something that's you know, like I said, very very dangerous. But it also, like I said, it also has been very helpful in in a lot of for a lot of people too as well. I I personally from it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you a story. Um, like I said, I'm I, I tell stories. You know, I, I know things, but I, I enjoy how I get my knowledge across the stories. That's just kind of how I, I've always been. Um, growing up, you know, I had dealings with. Uh, with a Cherokee medicine man growing up, uh, indirectly, I'll say. Um, he used to, things used to be done to us as kids, you know, like annoyances, but 
I won't go into it any deeper because you know he, he he's gone. You know my, my you know people that are gone, and I don't want to get into it. But I'll tell you a story about one of the occurrences when it comes to that stuff. Um, we were living in a trailer park in 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 Tahlequah, and I remember being a I remember sitting there one night and kind of just really. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I got. <laughs> I was trying to hold that together. Acting I'm like a... enthralled at the same time. <laughs> I got yeah. my peripherals working. I can hear the little. <laughs> Chris got shocked. Golly. But. <laughs> um, but I had a I had a Hispanic neighbor who you know was. You know that lived three or four trailers down, and he'd always be sneaking out of his house. I mean, always, and he'd always report the neighborhood business comings and goings, like the the drama, the scandals, and like I said, be my word, like in third grade, and this kid's like in first grade, but he was just a gossip. You know, he always into stuff, and you know, kind of prefacing back to what I mentioned earlier, he goes one night or one day he comes up to to us and. Me and my my little brother, and he goes, uh, I saw y'all's house, or I was at y'all's trailer yesterday at night, middle of the night, like 2 in the morning. And I looked at him like, why were you outside our window? He said, I like to, I like to scare you guys sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you mean you like to scare you? Know, I'm like, I'm you know getting ready to fight this kid, you know? <laughs> like, creep. come on, man. Like, what do you, he's like, I, I just peer into y'all's windows every now and then just to oh, mess with y'all. Dang. <laughs> what? He, yeah, I know, right? I don't know. <laughs> He ended up getting slapped around after that, being mine. <laughs> I mean, uh, the the uh, so <laughs> statute getting that secret Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I you know statute limitations is up, but I did smack him around a little bit. But uh, but the creep the, cre- the creepier than that, he goes when I when I stepped back to the road, there was a man standing on top of y'all's trailer. Yeah. He, I said, what? He goes. Yeah, there was a guy. He was standing on top of y'all's trailer. And I, as a little kid, I didn't know any of the stuff that I know now. You know, as I got older, you start to learn family history. You start learning, you know, people that, you know, your grandparents deal with and mm-hmm. things of that nature. And He goes, you know, yeah, he goes, he was standing there and he had no face. I couldn't see him. It was, he was there. It was a man, you know, he's standing mm-hmm. there. So you know those things do you know those things do, you know they they do people do do things to mess with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I mean I have a whole uh, about my the the house that my parents are in now. Um, up until about a few years ago, that year, years ago after I moved out, um, we had things happening all the time. We did you know you hear laughter in the woods, mm-hmm. and be like whoa, just out and I mean you hear it over a lawnmower it's so loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you, and like I said, I, I I just have a you know, I'll just tell a few stories. Like I said, just real quickly, but I had a, we had a dog when we so we moved to, we moved to where my parents are now, and we had a, we rescued this dog, and this dog was a protector. He protected me and my brother like with his life. Like if any, anyone came around, he'd just go crazy. One night I was sitting there in bed, and I had noticed some things. I felt being watched. You know, you hear you know uh, owl. You know, not hooting, but you know, you guys. Know, if, if you know, you know. 
certain type of hoop, but it's not really an owl hoop. Um, and so weird things were happening. And one night, there's a pole that shines a light into our into our bedroom. That was our bedroom at the time. So we had blackened curtains, but you could still see shadows on the outside if someone was walking by or whatever. And one night, middle of the night, it's probably three in the morning, I wake up, you know, and I look over and there's a big shadow that covered the entire window, walked by the window. And I hear my dog, like really going, like go losing his mind. Like, I'm, I mean, I have never heard a dog cry and scream like that. And it, and I was like, man, what is that? So I looked out and I didn't see anything, but I looked down because you can kind of see, you know, the dog, my, Luke, his name was Luke, his legs, and, and uh, you could see him shaking. He was like, I mean, hard shake, like, you know, just put past the point of scared. Like, mm-hmm. and I closed the window and I got back in bed and I looked over and it was the shadow was further back, but you could see it was like a man. Mm-hmm. And he walked by the window. And he's he's screaming just like so scared, you know. My dad, you know, I don't. I was a kid then. I didn't know what my what measures my my dad did. You know, I, every now and then I I try to ask him, but he just ah, you know, is what you know, whatever. But so when that happened, and I'd say probably a couple weeks later, he the dog he went missing, gone. I was leaving for work, um, or I was leaving the house for some reason, and gone never seen him again you know we have things happening out there but it's real it's really died down a lot you know as i've as people have passed um but that's why i take um you know i'm and that's another reason why i get spooked doing investigations as i know these things are out here and i know people that they i know people try to guard things and they you know i don't know personally what's out there you know what i'm saying but and I'm being very long-winded and like in just giving you my whole life story in one 15-minute clip. You guys are welcome, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, this, these things are these things are, are out there, and you know we we have to we have to make sure that we respect you know the people that do you know that do do these things, and you know also you know just be careful with things. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um you know, these kind of stories, you know, were very prevalent, you know, in, in Indian communities, you know, um, even to this day. I mean, I'll visit, you know, some of these tribes and, you know, that's the first thing they start talking about is witching stories, mm-hmm. you know, and, and someone, you know, doing this to them or someone doing that to them and what they had to go do to take care of those things. And so... You know, to me, that's 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 real. You know, within Indian cu- country, you know, people don't always think of those kind of things when they go out and about look at you know places. You know, because sometimes that's things still alive. You know, at those places, even though that they took their victim, mm-hmm. they still reside in those homes, and that's what always cracks me out about these non-natives talking about, you know, haunted houses and stuff like that. They always think it's just a human-type spirit or, or, you know, different kind of uh, demonic entity. You know, these are demonic, don't get me wrong, but they were sent there for someone. Mm-hmm. Until they get put back, 
you know, they're going to be there. I don't care how, you know, especially if you get one of these Hollywood Indians trying to go in there and smoke it off. It ain't going to work because he don't have faith. Mm -hmm. He don't believe what he's doing. Mm -hmm. You know, he's too busy, you know, trying to showboat. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to have 100% faith when you deal with these entities. Mm -hmm. If you don't, it's going to take you. Yeah. You know, and so... That's, you know, something, you know, that I always think about, you know, when I go to these meetings and I listen to them talking about, you know, finding artifacts and finding things. And, you know, I hear the comments from these guys that are supposed to know better, you know, these uh, people in these NACPRA offices and tribal historic preservation offices, you know, they, they just laugh it off like that. All that superstitious stuff. You know, until they start having bad luck and lost their job and mm -hmm. family's all gone and, you know, they're over there crying around wondering what happened to them. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? You know, that's what that's what you get, mm -hmm. you know. And so anyway, you know, I, I, I strongly believe in those kind of things. So, you know, uh, I, to answer your question, I would say yes, there's tons of <laughs> stories like that out there all, yeah all types <clears throat> you're talking I, about that no face the, mm -hmm. oh you're talking about the guy on the, on the trailer yeah did you ever figure out anything about that well it it, it came from somebody mm -hmm. um he like uh I, i'll say this you know i don't like to talk about it you know openly but he did that to mess with what to mess with uh, a family member because the best way to get to one person is get, is to get to someone else. Mm -hmm. right. And, you know, that affects, you know, what, what he was trying to do to her or to my family member affected the whole entire bloodline. Mm -hmm. and he did that for a reason. And he did that, you know, they that happened for a lot of years. Um, but, yeah, now that, to me, I, I remember being a kid, and I'll just give you, you know, kind of me looking back hindsight. You know, I, I think back on that, and... I kind of laugh about it a little bit because, like, man, because I remember being a kid and just being like totally just not aware. Mm -hmm. My grandpa's telling me all these things, but you know, you, you disregard some of it when you're young. But yeah, I'm, I appreciate you know him. You know, I know now. You know, I know, I know now. I, I'm. It's not things to to mess around with, and you know, and being in, you know being in Tahlequah, you know, and I'm glad that he lived close where he could kind of help us out you know in, in those situations when it, it if it ever did occur you know yeah i was just always told like you know you don't take medicine outside of your tribe like if they offer it to you you just you just politely decline <laughs> yeah. you know unless it's somebody that you you only do that for people that you know you've grown up with that you trust you know so like, I don't know, even, like, taking part in other people's ceremonies. Like, I know it's an honor to do those kinds of things, but we were just always told just, like, stay in your lane, I guess. Yeah. Just respect. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. For yeah, that's sure. one thing. You know, I think that's – and I'll and I'm going to just speak very frankly. I think that's one thing that's lacking in my generation, you know. I think we don't respect things how they're supposed to be respected, just mm -hmm. in anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that, you know, like I said, it's not all – it's not everybody. And this is a – you know, I'll, this is just a statement. I just I believe that we don't respect things how they're supposed to be respected, and mm -hmm. I think that's why a lot of a lot of the reasons why a lot of the things that 
you know, Chris speaks on, and Tyler, you speak on, and Russell, you speak on, is I don't think it, I don't think they, they just it's like one ear out of the other. There's mm-hmm. no respect with that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a while though, because I was like that one ear out the other, and but once you finally like start seeing like the power of these things hold, and you start having compassion for a lot of the stuff and the earth, and because we're talking about the water, mm-hmm. you know, and and then polluting and littering and all this stuff and i mean it all goes together i mean it's all like connected i mean so it just takes you know a little bit of you know your mind you know to kind of grow up i guess kind of see things for what they are like you know everything we have is like a blessing you know like Mm -hmm. trees like we need those to breathe you know we um i don't know there's like a bunch of stuff too on like tiktok you can get on tiktok Tyler, <laughs> he's like the a, last holdout. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like they're saying, like you know how we, you know, uh, don't like we're not like our feet aren't made for shoes, right? Mm-hmm. And so like we run around like on grass and everything. Like we're more connected to the earth and everything too. And I want to try to do that, but man, my feet are sensitive. Man, you my got feet are so <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> Stepping on rocks. Gosh. Got those white man feet. Was one guy. This one guy was on TikTok. He was like, "Man, he was going off. He was like, he's like, we need to do this, and he's like, you need to walk around without shoes." And everybody in the comment section was saying, "Well, why are you wearing shoes?" <laughs> hey, we see that reflection, buddy. Not me. Yeah. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> Talking to you guys. Yeah. Don't be worried about me. What, what, what is that saying? Uh, do what? Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Yeah. Do what I say, not as I do. Good right. message, but uh, nice try. Maybe. <laughs> you know, we, we we're talking about these things, and, and I, you know, we we had mentioned off, you know, off the podcast, that, you know, about knocking and, mm. and whistling in the woods. I'm, I'm and I'm just changing the subject here because I was just curious. Was it you, Tyler, that said you had something? Yeah, I had a story about uh, whistling at night. Um, I was back in like uh, high school. Um, and I remember this because uh, Ill Communications had just come out, that Beastie Boys. And uh, it was in the summertime. And in the summertime. Sing it for us. Uh, <laughs> come on. But uh, <laughs> there was a place where, like, we all, in high school, everybody has to hang out. You know what I mean? It's sometimes it's like the Sonic parking lot or, or whatever. It used to be Memorial, Dragon Memorial, man. You drive yeah. up and down Memorial. But um, we used to go out to Hakey Creek. And back then, you know, Hakey Creek was in the middle of nowhere. I mean, now there's a lot that's been built up around there. But back in the day, man, there was nothing out there. And so it was like pitch black. And they had um, like uh, these gazebos, I guess, where you could like, you know. So that's where everybody kind of went and hung out and um, underage drank and, you know, did all the things that teenagers do. And so it was one summer. Uh, my cousin and I, we were out there, um, and nobody had gotten out there yet. Um, it was just kind of about, that was probably about the sun was going down, I guess. And um, we were playing, sitting in his truck, and we were listening to Ill Communications, the Beastie Boys cassette, and it was green. I remember that. I don't know why. Just the little <laughs> things that you remember, you know. But there was a song called Flute Loop that's on that cassette, and has a real catchy little hook you know and it's it's a flute and um he started we're whistling that um along with that uh with the tape and i remember thinking you know like man it is 
It ain't dark yet, but it's close enough. And so we we're kind of like, ah, man, like, we're not supposed to be whistling, you know, after dark. And uh, like, oh, you know, just being kids, you know, teenagers or think you know everything and, you know, not scared of nothing, you know. And so, uh, you know, we're like, don't, don't do that again, you know. And uh, my cousin said, ah, it's, you know, whatever. And uh, he whistled again. And um, about that time, I thought I heard, like, I was like, dude, don't, like, seriously, like, you're, and I said, man, I've always been this way. I've always been very superstitious, you know. And I was like, yeah, we're not supposed to be doing that. Anyway, long story short, he, he whistled again. And about that time, um, people kind of started, there was, people weren't coming in, but, like, you could kind of see it was getting dark out and da-da-da-da-da. And um, we were sitting there, and we were just kind of waiting around and um, had the car doors open, windows down, because it's summertime. And uh, I heard it. I heard that track that little hook from the bc boys out in the woods um and it was probably i'd say a good ah man if i'm guessing of course this is just me trying to reminisce back probably 50 yards probably out in i mean like i said this is back in the day when there's nothing out there yeah it's nothing out there nothing out there so it's like cornfield wasn't it or something probably yeah yeah. um so it's probably about 50 feet in the in the woods and I said, did you hear that? And he said, what? And I said, something whistled back at us. Something just whistled. And he said, oh, it's just a bird. It's just a bird. I said, birds, first of all, is dark. There ain't no birds out at night, number one. <laughs> number two, birds don't listen to the Beastie Boys. No. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> but he, he whistled it again. Oh, man. And it whistled back. Oh, and this man. time it was about 20 yards and I was like, it's getting closer. It's getting closer. I said, so, like, it's time to go. And so uh, he whistled. He's like, oh, let's one more. And I was like, we'll get out of here. And I'm like, dude, I'm about to punch you in the face. Like, stop. Because I'm like, at this point, man, I'm losing my You're mind. You're spooked out. I'm losing my mind. I'm one out of there. Man. And, um, but, yeah, he, he whistled one more time. And I swear it was, like, right behind us. And, oh, I was like, and we were, like, trying to, you know, haul... <laughs> haul ass out of there man because that was enough for me you know what i mean um but yeah so that that's the and they and i've heard that they mimic like um you know these spirits or whatever they they mimic what you're doing Mm -hmm. and that's why i like i said i know that that's true because you know Man, that's a it great story, whist- man. It was whistling back the Beastie man. Boys. Wow. Like my cousin was weird. But weird, you know, when we did it, we were just whistling along to the tape. Because, I mean, it's a flute. Like, you're going to whistle. You're not yeah. going to, like, go, do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You whistle because it was a flute. But Is that the, yeah. like, the beat was that? Yeah, yeah. I'll just look that up real quick. Up. Man, that's a, that's a great story. Um, man, <laughs> God, that's a good story. You know, um, I know, like, Natives, you know, we all believe that, you know, don't whistle in the, in the dark or Here you hear, hear whistling, you know, something. Yeah, he was whistling that. Oh, God. No, man. Man. Whistled, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I'm whistled, out of here. They whistled that back to us. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what I think is cool is, you know, if you listen to, like, other people, you know, when they hear whistling at night, you know, I'm talking about other nationalities, 
you know, they have different meanings for it. You know, some of them consider it like a death omen, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to me, that's pretty cool if you ever hear like death omens, you know, some believe in whistling, that they hear that whistle at night or they'll hear a knock. Yeah. Or, you know, they'll see, you know, an apparition of some sort and, you know, these uh, death notifications are pretty, pretty eerie. And uh, I I really like that because, you know, some of these tribes, they get, or some of these people, I mean, have some interesting ones. They have like certain beetles that will mm. make noise and mm. birds or they hear a certain kind of frog croak. You know, they'll they'll say, oh, someone's getting ready to pass away, you know. And and so uh, I've heard several uh, podcasts talk about, they they always entitle it Death Knocks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and to me, I mean, that's pretty amazing if you get a chance to listen to any of those, um, the variations. You know, of course, Owl's always in there too, Mm -hmm. you know, but. Uh, a lot of non-natives believe that owl also represents death, which I thought was cool. But you know, some of some of those lizards and frogs and you know beetles that make noise, you know, they consider that, you know, kind of like a death notification. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I guess that would make sense because <clears throat> we were just always told not to do it, but they never said why. Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> they, they just said whatever you do, don't whistle. Not. And the other thing is, if you ever hear a whistle or a knock. Don't turn around. Mm-hmm. Correct. And don't, because like that invites that thing to attack you or whatever, which is like yeah. now getting off on reservation dogs. Like there's that episode where he's getting ready to walk in to the house and he hears a whistle and he turns around and it's that kid mm-hmm. underneath the street light. And he goes, Daniel? But he wasn't supposed to turn around. Mm-hmm. But I, again, I don't know. Maybe we're overlooking it, but like, uh, or yeah. maybe looking too much into yeah. it. I mean, not overlooking it, but trying to read too much into stories like that. But, um, but yeah, I've always wondered, is there a reason like why, I mean, you're not supposed to whistle. Cause like I said, we were just always told not to do it, but we yeah. never really explained to us why, like what it, does it do? There's another one too. It bites or like, I don't know though. I want to bring up is not look outside at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. I, I <laughs> that's a big one. I don't, yeah. And you know, growing up, you know, we had a lot of, uh, like I had a lot of, uh, you know, family deaths. Uh, my grandma passed when I was a junior in high school, and you know that that was real prevalent to my to my grandpa. He's let you know my other family members too. You know they let let me know, hey, don't, you know if you hear that knock at night, you know, you know you know something possibly is going to happen. And now um, I'll tell you a story, uh, or, or actually, you know, before I do, yeah, go ahead and uh, answer yeah answer Todd's question. I'm curious on that too. What was the question again? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm sorry. I interjected uh, on that. Well, no, no it's, it's good. Uh, yeah, like, we were always told not to whistle at night, um, but we oh, were never yeah. really told why. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it had several several different uh, uh, reasons. You know, there again, there's so many different spirits out there. You know, when you whistle, some of them, you know, you're, you're calling them. Mm. You know, in that way, you know, a lot, a lot of those spirits, even like, you know, they say, you know, even Bigfoot, you know, his mm-hmm. his being will hear you whistle and thinking you're trying to communicate. But here's where it gets kind of crazy, too. There's a couple other explanations of that. Like I was saying, there's several different ones. But the other one is, is that you're calling mm. death. Mm. 
to come and visit. You don't want that. Because when he comes and visits, you know, that's, that's oh, a, really? yeah, he's going to take somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he always does, you know. So uh, he's always out there roaming. You know, I always thought about that during those COVID times. You know, I knew death was, you know, out and about, you know, running crazy, you know, all over the place, you know, because you heard it. Mm-hmm. But uh, the other thing, you know, they also say is that <clears throat> these spirits, you know, sometimes they're, I don't know if you would consider it a different realm or different world or or what, but, you know, they always say like when you hear that humming, in your ear or that kind of whistling in your ear you know they always say you know that's just normal you get an ear infection or Mm -hmm. something like that but you know those old indians would say you know one of those old spirits are trying to talk to you Mm -hmm. and when you whistle you're trying to talk back to them Mm -hmm. and they're going to come back and and bother you even more Mm -hmm. and they always said you know if you you mess with the dead sometimes it can make you lose your mind Mm -hmm. And so, you know, to me, you know, that, like I said, whether whatever way you want to look at it, it's still kind of you, you just shouldn't do it. Yeah. And yeah, looking out the window uh, um, was a, a famous one, you know, and I remember, you know, of course, at our house, you know, we'd have visitors come day and night, you know, and, and uh, when I was a little guy, I'd, sometimes I'd be home by myself because, you know, everybody would be working or, you know, had to go somewhere or something, and somebody come knock on that door. And we all, we had that, uh, what do you call it, diamond window mm-hmm. on our front door. And one time I jumped on that, put a chair up so I could see who it was. And, of course, it was nighttime, and I knew not to look at that window. <laughs> I, 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 I reached up there and pulled myself up, looked in the window, and I seen a face standing there looking at me. <laughs> Boy, I did a backflip over that chair. Of course, it was my aunt. Was like, <laughs> she said, they, they told me you was home by yourself, and I wanted to come and sit with you. Man. I said, man, you scared <laughs> I was on that floor crying for <laughs> Oh, man. But uh, I have a – I was told a, a story from uh, a guy. He's Osage. Um, him and his dad had the same name. He was a junior. And – one one night he they kind of lived in a secluded area and, and he didn't he didn't uh, the guy I was talking to um, I want to say he was like in Kansas like kind of on the border of Kansas and Oklahoma is kind of what he he didn't want to give out he didn't really want to tell me more than that but which is fine but um but basically he was coming home one night and he was pulling up into his driveway. And he saw something standing underneath a tree. Tall. Eight foot tall. He had this one lone tree. So his house is here. And there was a one lone tree. Real tall tree. You know, the that he, that he all the time would, you know, maintain. And he looked. He, he pulled up in the driveway. And he looked. He kept looking. He's like, man, what is that guy? You know, who is that? A, what is that? And he opens the door and he gets out and he's like, "Hey, man, what do you? Wh- how how can I help you? You know what's what's going on? Are you in trouble? You know?" And the thing, this whatever this thing was, was floating, 
he realized it wasn't eight foot tall. It was floating. Mm. It's off the ground, but it, he had a, a buckskin kind of a overcoat. Mm-hmm. And he looked at it and he's like, man, what is that? And it was, so when, it, so then all of a sudden it come close, it come like adding fast, like, but it was floating. It was real skinny, white, pale, kind of like not, not, I wouldn't say pale, but it was, it was kind of a lighter shade, long kind of stringy hair. And it basically came up to him and then did like did a L like boom. And then went off. He's like, he's spooked out. He runs in the house and he sets his alarm and he, you know, he's freaking out and his wife's home and she's like, what's going on? What's going on? And, you know, and he's like, uh, Oh, there's something, you know, I just saw something outside. I don't know what it was. And, um, and he calls his dad. He goes, Hey dad, um, man, God, I don't know what this was. Can you tell me? And he was trying to ask his dad what it was. And, and he was on the phone with his dad. He heard, he heard a trumpet. In the, and it sounded like a trumpet was in the room. But it was like, mm-hmm. bum, bum, real loud. And his wife and him were looking around and like, what's going What is that? And he got off the phone with his And his dad, at the same time, he was talking to him. His dad goes, hey, I'm getting a knock on the door. Hang on a second. So his dad, so his, he's like, hey, dad, uh, all right, well, I just thought I'd tell you, you know, let you know. I guess his dad, I guess he hadn't heard, I guess, from his dad after that. Basically, his dad had passed mm. that same night, I guess, the same mm. night or the day, the night, the next night. Because I guess he opened that door mm. is what he's thinking. So whatever that was, it came and saw him. And I asked him, I said, well, I was just asking questions. Because it was a sore, he, he was kind of emotional when I was at, when we were talking about this. And I go, I go, were you, you and your dad really close? He said, me, we were like best friends. He said, a lot of people couldn't tell the difference sometimes because we'd act the same, we'd be the same, we carried ourselves the same way. And I asked him, I said, you know, and with Cherokees, there's a certain type of witch that they take light, they, they take your essence. To, to, so they can live longer. I'm not gonna give the name, but um, and I asked him. I said, "So I said, you know, do you remember anything else? You know, that was weird." He said, "Yeah, my dad said he. He said my dad said there's somebody at the door. I need to get it. And by this, be be in mind, it's ten o'clock at night. It's nighttime outside. Mm. And he said, yeah, he, so he, he, he realized that. And like I said, he said that people just thought we were the same. Like we, you know, the same, we had the same name, same mannerisms. We were just the same person. And what I think he, what he kind of came up on his own, this happened years ago, but he kind of, he thinks that, that whatever that was mistaked him for his dad mm. and realized when it came up close and went away that it wasn't his dad. I like, or did, what didn't know, mm-hmm. you know, cause they were so similar. And he thinks that when he got in the house and called his dad, that thing showed up at his dad's house and knocked on the door. Mm. And his dad answered the door. You know, speaking of other things, you know, they used to say that I don't really hear too much anymore is don't eat in the dark and don't Mm. leave your food, you know, out in the dark either. You know, always put it up or cover it, you know, um, and the reason behind that is because you invite those spirits to come in and mm-hmm. eat. They'll think you're offering it to them. Mm-hmm. And if they eat off of it and you eat, eat it later, it's going to make you sick. Mm-hmm. And 
of course, you'll have a house full of spirits, and then you'll be sick. So it's no good. Uh, I've heard of that too, but I didn't know the reason why. Mm. Well, not eating a dark, and then but I to leave the food out. That's new to me. Yeah. yeah, you don't you don't leave it in the dark because those spirits will come and think you're offering it to them. So that's the same with eating in the dark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. You know, they can taste what you're eating. You know, mm. and so that's why they say don't. Don't eat it in the dark. You know, always turn light on or something. So in that instance, like I, of course, this is back when I was in college. I was living in an apartment in Norman, and uh, my my parents. It was right around, I guess, Thanksgiving time. And, you know, you come back from school and they give you like, oh man, you better take these leftovers. You know, because we know you're a starving college kid. I had a remember Tippins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember man. that <laughs> best pie. Yeah, man, I had a pie from Tippins, a Tippins pie, because uh, my grandma always loved the raspberry pie, and so I'd get a whole pie all to myself. And so she gave me this pie, and I anyway, I took it back, and um, I was just kept that pie out on the stove or whatever, and um, uh, when I was just in the living room the apartment i guess i was watching tv or whatever but i had all the lights out just the, the the light from the tv was on and i heard like something in that pie and uh i could hear it like rustling around and i went around and i was like man what because at first i thought it was like a mouse or whatever um which i am scared to death of mice i mean that is one of my things man <laughs> i ain't even lying i can't even tell you how terrified i am of mice last time there's a mouse in my house like i'm not too embarrassed to admit this man I like broken down in tears. My my wife is like, "Are you crying?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm so scared." <laughs> but anyway, so that already spooked me enough because I thought it was a mouse. But then I turned the light on to the little kitchen area, and that pie thing was open. And I was like, "I'm gonna get rid of that pie," because like I just I didn't even get a bite of it, man. I was so disappointed. But yeah, mm. the pie, the box to the pie was open, and mm. you know, and I knew it was closed because I just brought it all in, set it all down on the on the stove, you know, mm. put the stuff in the fridge and left that pie out. So that's the only thing that was out, but the pie top was open. The box of the top was open. So I had to throw my pie away, but I didn't mouse or spirit. I ain't messing with it. We <laughs> may never know that pie is gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> I returned it to the earth from whence it came. <laughs> I thought you was going to say you found that mouse. He just had that big old belly. Just, <laughs> looking, oh, like, uh, looking like looking uh, like what is Jerry? It? Uh, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Chef's kiss. Just, yeah. just looked at you. Yeah. What do you say? Tipton pie. Tippin. Tippin pie. Tippin yeah, pie. that was gone. Yeah. Whatever that was, ate it up, man. Shoot. Got a good pie though. Whatever. <laughs> they don't even make pies like that no more. Yep. What's up with the um? There's the twisted face. I had a story about that um, from last night. My cousin Andrew, his girlfriend, her name's Feather, but it's her sister's story. But she was saying that they were camping at a powwow. And you know how camps are, you know, it's got the the tops and, you know, each corner or whatever. And anyways, they came back to, I think, change. And she said that her sister said... They, I think it was her and somebody else, but they went back to that camp. And anyways, there was a lady sitting in the corner, and they didn't know who it was, but you no. Know, but they just said like, oh, you know, 
hey, you know, how's it going? You know, they might have thought it was one of their family members, but she was just sitting there in the corner. And then they got to looking, and it was like she had on like an old school, like buckskin, like outfit. Mm. And <clears throat> anyways, it was like dark, but there was like a little bit of light from the lights they had. But it was like, but you could see like her pretty much like a vague outline of her and what she was wearing. Anyways, you know, they're like, hey, you know, um, how's it going? And just talking, just talking away. And then um, finally, I guess, I think she got up or they went towards her. And when they looked at her, um, she had that like twisted face mm. and they took off running. That Man. was crazy. That was scary. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> they have uh, a lot of stories from all different nations, you know, about that entity. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's Oto. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was just teasing. But no, they, they do have uh, stories about this twisted face uh, entity. And it's actually an evil entity. Mm-hmm. And it's one that uh, comes around these uh, tribal functions. It craves, you know, it's kind of like DW, craves people. But, you know, the the thing about this isn't just a female. It it can be a male or it can be a child. Mm. And that they say when it's in the child version, that's the most dangerous one mm-hmm. to deal with. Now, I haven't heard a lot of stories about that in the past probably 10 years. But before that, I mean, that was kind of a common story to hear about those uh, twisted face entities. And a lot of tribes, they were super scared of it. So, yeah. So that one we'll call TF. Twisted face. Yeah. The TF, yep. Yeah. TF, D-dub. We got the LP, the D-dub. Well, little dudes, LPs, <laughs> DW, TF. Did she say when that happened? I have to ask uh, Andrew all because I didn't even think to ask like when that happened. I was just kind of like because I've never heard. I've heard of like you know, don't go looking for stuff or something like that because your face could get twisted. When I was younger or something, mm-hmm. yeah. And, I so that. and that's what that they're too. talking about. Mm-hmm. So you know, again, you know, I know you know that things out there, you know, because there's a lot of people that believe in it. And so, you know, like I said, I'd be curious when, when, you know, this supposedly took place and where exactly at, because I'd like to go check it out. I mean, me personally, I'd like to make sure that, you know, if that thing's roaming around, maybe I could catch it. I don't know. But I don't know, Chris. Get your lighter, I'll become. Yeah. I'll come back. Well, I, oh, I found it. No. God, looking all crazy, <laughs> looking like a Picasso. Uh, He's out there with his lighter. Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously. I mean, to me, I haven't heard that story in a long, long time, and that's that's a, to me, it's a real eerie one. Mm-hmm. I'll ask her. I'll I'll ask Andrew. They might come to the live event though, so. Wasn't there like an old Creek story about Twisted Face? Um, I heard one, um, but it was about like a old old story um, about like this guy was camping, and this child came to him and said, "You know, I could smell your." He had a little campsite going. He said, "I'm hungry and I don't have any food to eat," and so um, uh, the guy gave this kid some food, and he went off into the woods, I guess. And then the next night he came back 
um, and said the same thing. This kid said to me, I'm hungry. Like, thank you. You know, you gave me food. You know, can you help me? Anyway, this happened for four, four nights. And on the fifth night, the dogs that he had was, I guess he was hunting or something. I don't remember this. It's an old story. And the dog said, told the hunter, um, you know, that, that child is not what you think it is. Mm. And you keep feeding it. Um, and so uh, when the child came back on the fifth night and the hunter confronted him and said, you know, my dog says this is not, you're not what you say you are, that you, you know. And when that happened, he revealed himself and began chasing after the man and the dogs were all running and he caught the dogs like one by one and then the man like hid in like a old hollow log or something and then the witch or the tf like chased him into that log and was like trying to scratch at him and the dog bit all the fingernails off or something like that mm. have you ever heard that story Whoa. yeah that's uh, actually a, a a creek creek story yeah the uh, creation of him I, I've heard too uh, the creation story of this entity, but I'd have to ask my brother the yeah. specifics, the general, I guess, the generic or short, short version. What I can remember is basically, you know, again, this was a a, a guy that was real uh, uh, handsome. He was real handsome, and uh, he was a good hunter. You know, he was he was a top notch hunter. And, and uh, he was a leader, you know, amongst his people. But, you know, he uh, kind of got arrogant and greedy mm-hmm. and uh, was mistreating people. And uh, so uh, he uh, mistreated these children. And the creator came down with a vengeance and cursed him, basically. And that's what happened. And twisted his face. And again, you know, that old saying you're not going to be living you're not going to be dead Mm -hmm. you're going to roam this this earth because of the crime that you committed you know to these children and basically you know he roams this earth you know seeking vengeance you know he's very angry and and he can shapeshift into like a woman a man but when he's on top of his game he's a child Mm -hmm. and he's coming you know to really seek revenge you know it's basically that story i mean mm-hmm. i might have left something out of course you know again that's it's an old old story that's what yeah. i'm saying these kind of stories i haven't heard in a while yeah. so you know those i would have to go and go ask about myself you know because you know that i mean i i remember the gist of the story yeah. but I don't know all the details you just know those like you said earlier those stories are old because when the animals can still talk and the mm. dog told mm-hmm. that, exactly. that man, exactly. <laughs> that child is not what you think it is, you know. And he's like, he's fooling you, and he's he wants you. He's he's waiting for you to let your guard down, or something like that. Man, I wish I would have known that whole story, but something like that. I don't even remember where I heard that story from, but I know that's just like an old Greek story yeah. about um, dogs and witches and stuff like that. So. Mm. Yeah, you know, the, the the witch that I mentioned, you know, that the Cherokees talk about, um, <clears throat> we, uh, you know, growing up, you know, you're told of these things, and one thing, too, that, you know, I don't think we've talked about this yet, but, you know, when it comes to, like, funerals, or, like, you know, 
are awake or you know you're you're sitting with your your family or your person that's passed so you guide them over you know to the other side and and you know my grandpa always used to tell me he'd he'd start pointing out family members hey this is who this is this is who that is this is who this is and he says you always need to look because there's always someone in the room you don't know Mm. the family doesn't know and you know, with these with these entities and these beings and these, I guess, really witches or I guess whatever we want to call them, you know, th- those those things they roam. Like I said, they roam the earth like like TF. You know, always just trying to you know stay a, l- a little bit alive, a little bit you know a little bit dead. And you know, the <clears throat> I remember being a kid and especially at my at my funerals that I've been to, I remember really looking around too, like <laughs> oh, I don't know that person, Grandpa. Who is that? You know, they're like, oh, it's just your cousin. You know. <laughs> Sound like me as a kid. I know, man. Well, because I because I was just so curious because it's like I didn't I didn't understand what the real world consequences of it of it was. Yeah. It was still kind of a game. So, you know, I start pointing out family members, um, and I remember him saying, you know, there was some. I remember as I got older, he he said, you know, that he's like, there was there was a person there that wasn't supposed to be there, mm. and I said, what do you mean? He said there was someone there who was not supposed to be there, and that's kind of the extent of what he said. Mm-hmm. You know, so those things, you know, those things are, are, are real, you know, when it comes to that. And I, I 100%, everything we talk about, I 100% believe it. Mm-hmm. I don't, there's no, there's no lack of faith, you know, when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. Still sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I know there was a car in the background earlier too, man. I thought we were going to get some sign of life over there. <laughs> Crashed out. <laughs> she got in that lemonade. <laughs> Chris, Chris brought the jug of lemonade. Is that what you said? Yeah, got in that. Was that was it lemonade good or was it just Chris's yeah, special it, blend? It was good. It was real good. I know it was oh. fresh lemonade too. Because she squoze. I know she's out there really <sighs> squeezing them. Yeah. I know it. She had that. What do they call that? Pulp in it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, it was a, good. That's the good yeah. stuff. She used real sugar. None of that sweet and low. Or what is that other? Uh, at, what is it? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say aspartame, but that's not it. God. <laughs> that real, real stuff. I don't know what kind of uh, sugar you be using. But I may not be sugar. Uh, man, that's I like mean, some chemicals. Yeah. You might be, yeah. I know, man. That's why, you know. As we see things, man, uh, now we know why. God, I know. <laughs> Got the, man, look on the back of that label, man. You'll see. It. I don't know. Let me look. Pure cane sugar right here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see no aspartame. Man, look on the back of that one. Come on now. I Shall got we? bad eyes, man. I'm old. I can't see. I can't see. High on fructose the, corn syrup. On the third line down, aspartame. aspartame. In the middle. In on on the zeros. I don't know how we got on this topic right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's that lemonade, man. <laughs> the lemonade got yeah. us, huh? Yeah. Before we wrap up, so we've been me and Yahola, we've been sending we always send Chris a bunch of videos. What would you say is your video of the time we've spent? We've sent these to you. What's one that's like really caught your attention? Or I really like, I like well I like all of them, but I th- I think the one that kind of I don't know rocked me I guess was that one that y'all sent me with that little person. I don't oh, know the, like in that village? You talking about yeah, that? Yeah, it hides behind that rock. And it comes yeah. Yeah, 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 that was comes a good one. That, um, I said, dang, that's awesome. Did well, you see the one that we sent? I think we all. I think I sent it to Russell, and Russell sent it right back to me, I guess, like a week later. 
But the Loch Ness Monster, they got the sonar video of the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. Man, that was pretty wicked. Who was it that sent me that looked like big old octopus off of the uh, ocean or something? I think that might have been you, Russell. That might have been me. Yeah. Yeah. That one was pretty cool, too. Like I said, I I like all all of them, basically. I sent the one video with the fish with the human face. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) That one's crazy. That was weird, man. How come I send all the good videos and Russell only sends me video links to Bigfoot's Wild Weekend? Ah. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> I know you now. <laughs> I don't know if you guys seen that one where I sent y'all that one that uh, that girl was going to the club and she got swallowed by that snake. Oh, yeah, She yeah. still had her high heels on. Man, so. yeah. Grandma told her, don't be going out. She didn't want to listen, boy. Hit that club. Yeah, I had to, had to get, had to get uh, swallowed by a snake. Man, imagine that. Just, just, you're just living your daily life, and you just happen to pass out, and it gobbles you up. I think, Wake up I, in a snake belly. I think this one, she, I don't know how it did, but. Uh, it got her, so I, I don't think I don't think she was asleep. I think she was going. Man, she so was she dancing was... to the club, boy. That snake danced up she right thought, next yeah. to her. So came up, <laughs> came up behind her. <laughs> bit her and boy swallowed her. Well, because the way, because yeah, the way that like she Freddy was, Krueger. the way that she was in there, her heels were sticking out. So yeah. that thing had to come from the top. Yeah, and she was standing straight up too. She was like. <laughs> I said, dang, that's I crazy. I saw that in the club, man. It's time to go. I'm sure this new dance move. <laughs> called the worm. Yeah. Called I mean, the it, snake, boy. <laughs> <laughs> was the snake alive or dead? I, I didn't I, I didn't read past the... the, the uh, he the, was dead, I guess, because they cut it, cut, it, cut, it, cut it open to get her out. Which I, That'd be crazy if she was still alive, though. She survived a snake <laughs> getting swallowed up like that. That'd be crazy. <laughs> I mean, just imagine. All, all those dudes at that club be looking at her too, boy. So she lived. No. The one who lived. Tell the story. Oh, oh man. Hey, well, I, I really, I really enjoyed this episode. This is yeah. a good one. Yeah, this, this was good. a really good one. Yeah, yeah. This is good. But everybody, go check out everybody. Plug your plug, plug yourself again. Yeah, Tyler Randall at Skoden Cinema. Uh, Skoden underscore cinema. I got a new episode coming out. I promise. Um, it's uh, one of Chris's favorites. Uh, Legend of Boggy Creek. Awesome. Ooh, that's a good one right there. <laughs> got that legendary. One then a Creek. friend of mine, uh, T Bone. We're putting together a pump action podcast too about action movies from the seventies, eighties, nineties, early aughts. And you can find us there at Pump Action underscore. What did I say? Pump Action Podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Pump Action underscore podcast. My name is Jehola Tiger. You can find me on Facebook. I also have a TikTok, too. I didn't mention that in prior in the prior episode, but it's uh, One Man Band 918. Um, also, too, I want to plug my uncle's uh, artwork, John Tiger Artworks, on Facebook. Uh, again, you can find me uh, at Christopher Honka Hill on uh, Instagram and on TikTok under the same name. And then that lemonade stand. There you Your go. Your nearest lemonade stand. Mudo. Honka's lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I want to drink that lemonade. <laughs> so everybody be lined up. So I want two glasses of that Honka lemonade, boy. Fresh two shots. Two shots. Three fingers. Boy. <laughs> and go follow us at 
Unsolved Reservation Mysteries on Instagram. Go follow us on res- on TikTok at Reservation underscore Mysteries. We do have a Facebook page as well, Unsolved, Reser- Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. Um, sorry, they're all different. <laughs> <laughs> all the apps are weird, so I have to name them different things to stay in that limit of words, I guess. But, yeah, go follow us. Send us your stories. Um, and don't forget to smudge. Yeah. Bye. Keen. Motto.